everyone. Before we jump into the episode, we'd like to say that sharing is caring. We share a lot of ourselves with you, so we're hoping that you'd share us with some of your friends. <laughs> There's plenty of us to go around. It's super easy. Here's what we'd like you to do. Reach out to at least five of your friends and tell them to give us a listen. It's as easy as visiting glitterandbegay.buzzsprout.com. Or if they have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Pandora on their phone, simply search for Glitter and Be Gay in the search bar, and then find us under Podcasts in the search results. Let's all spread laughter, joy, and help more people glitter glitter and be gay. I know, I don't want to record without my hat. Um... Do you think I look like Ron Howard? I'm gonna make a joke about that when we start. Well, fuck you off. You said it looks like you look like Ron Howard. I do look like Ron Howard. Two trashy interns from Pittsburgh, PA. Now in New York City, and they met one day. He's a homo, she's a divorcee. It's glitter and be gay. Hi, friends. Hi, glisteners. Welcome back. We are back. We apologize for taking a week off. Actually, How dare we? We said we weren't going to apologize. I know. This no, I'm sorry, oh but I'm God. not sorry that we took a week off because I, I am so tapped in every aspect of my life right now. Literally, so busy with kids, work, everything. Are you busy? I'm busy. Busy getting busy. Cool. Um, just checking a few levels here because. <laughs> We can't figure this shit out again. Nah. Whatever. Um, we took a week off and all of a sudden we don't know how to work our own equipment. You might you might hear some noise in the background today. Some banging. Some and drilling. drilling. <laughs> Why is that, Amy? It's because I have Tesla here taking the solar panels off of my house. All right. So we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Because now we're out of order. Yeah. I'm, I'm not taking them off permanently. Just temporarily. Well, we'll get to that. Boy, what a build up. I know. <laughs> I know everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to hear why. Yeah, so if you hear some drilling in the background, it's not my vibrator. It's yeah. someone on the roof. <laughs> I heard a woman the other day that she, it was a British woman, and she was on a show, and someone said, she said, I went to the doctor, and he asked me if I was pregnant. And I looked at him and go, if I'm pregnant, then I'm giving birth to batteries. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So that was good. Just so you guys know, before we started, Robbie didn't have his hat on. And he was like, oh my God, where's my hat? His red baseball cap. And he was like, I have to put it on. I look like Ron Howard. I look like Ron Howard when I wear it. He actually does. He looks yeah. really cute and butch. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. <laughs> I was just going to say how butch I felt it's today. So butch. So butch. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Do you have something to ask me? Or did you forget yeah. how to do the podcast? No, no, Robbie. How the fuck was your week? It was delightful. Yeah. So a major reason we didn't record is because last weekend we were both so busy. Um, yeah. It was Halloween weekend. Hello weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Oh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, I just shat my pants. I hope that actually, I hope that you can hear that. Otherwise it's just not like me saying I shat my pants. Um, no, I went to Fort Lauderdale uh, for vacation. How exciting. It was exciting. I, and uh, you left at like a really good time because it was freezing here. I, I had to I turn the heat on last week. It got week. crazy. It got crazy. And boo. I was down like, boo to the heat. Um, <laughs> I mean, to the, turning on the heat on. Wait, what? What? Okay. Turn on okay. the heat. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I took a vacation, which I haven't done in some time. Uh, and I went, I put off this trip, I think now four times I've rescheduled it, uh, to see my really good friend Danny and my really good friend Matt, who live down in... Uh, Fort Lauderdale now. So Danny and I used to live together here in the city back in like 
2007. Oh, wow. So, like, a long time ago. Oh, my oh. God. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Just the finest. Um, just the most... <laughs> okay. We're going to try this again. Uh, we had to pause because the, the roof farts were bad. Yeah, they were so bad and we were laughing like we were five years old. <laughs> um, I'm going to put a little of this at the beginning of the podcast and a bunch of them at the end. Yeah. But uh, So listen for the bloopers. Also, guys, if you're not listening for the bloopers at the end of the podcast... You're really missing out. You're really missing out. I mean, especially the one where we talk about hot couples fucking. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, next thing on my agenda. So I went to see Danny and Matt. Haven't seen them. I kept putting it off because of work. We had to reschedule like a million times. Finally made it down there. Beautiful Florida in the fall, which is so nice. Really? Yeah. It was like not a lot of humidity. Oh, nice. It was in the 80s, but not a lot of humidity. Mm -hmm. We got there and in typical Robbie fashion. Well, I showed up and Danny pulls up in his like SUV and he's like, get in, Iker. He calls me Iker. He's Mm -hmm. always called me Iker. I don't think he knows my first name. (laughs) So we get in. He's like, it's 11 a.m. Shows me a, sh- a cup in like a share show cup from like Broadway. He's like, I made you a roadie. So <gasps> at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. So I'm already <laughs> That's drinking. A friend. That is a That is a true friend. <laughs> we get back to his house. He has a house there. They, have, like, they all live together. They have a pool. Went back there. We got drunk all day. Went to lunch. Went out. That night we went out for Halloween. We were tanked. I mean... I don't know why I party like that. I'm not that young anymore. Well, that's the thing. Like, you party like that, and the next day, you're like, how did I recover from this so quickly? Like, when I was it, younger. Yeah. Well, they were going there. They they got up at, like, 10, and he comes into my room, and he's like, Iker, we're going to we're going to breakfast. I was like, have fun. I was like, I'll be sleeping. So I got up around, like, noon, and then we went to the casino, which was oh, fun. That'll wake your I was up. really proud of myself, because I only lost, like... A, 80 bucks. Oh. Which I thought was good. Yeah, I, good. I went in with 200 and only lost 80. So like, in my mind, that was a win for that's the day. That's a win. And everyone's like, that's an investment in fun. Yeah, I was exactly. like, yeah, exactly. Um, so we went to the casino, had some fun there. And then um, we went to... Then that night we just like had a pool party and just had a blast and just hung out by the pool. But it was nice. nice. It was nice to get away. So that was kind of my week. It was really fun to see old friends and to like reconnect with people. Good. I'm glad you finally got to take that trip too because you have postponed it and rescheduled it, like you said, like four times. I was supposed to go last like March Mm -hmm. and it's now October. Yeah. So yeah, here we are. Yeah. Um, How the fuck was your week? Well, oh. oh. It sounds gassy. Well, as you can hear by all the drilling on the roof... So, uh, listen, I've had this house now for eight years, and I haven't really updated anything other than, like, aesthetic stuff. Is that how you say it? Like, sure. Like, nice look, like, to the fireplace, nice. like, to make it look nice. No, no, like, no repairs on the infrastructure. Yes. No. That's calling it to politics. Yes. Okay, so I have not done anything like that. And I've known for a while that my roof was probably on the fritz, needed a refresher, and my front stoop is literally falling apart. But those are two really big, like, upgrades that... Don't really sound that glamorous because I'm not really going to get to enjoy them. At least when you get like new furniture, yeah. you see it, you can enjoy it. Yeah, how often it. do you look at your roof? Yeah, I'm like, ugh, been kind of putting it off. Now, I have solar panels from Tesla on my roof, which um, they do save me money. And if ever like the electricity goes out in the neighborhood, mine usually kicks on to my solar panels and they are nice. And I get a nice tax rebate. Oh, God. I get a nice tax rebate at the end of each year because I have them. So the other day, 
we're sitting here on the couches and I don't know why the television wasn't on. I think it was first thing in the morning. And I don't know if you're like this, Robbie, but first thing in the morning, I like to sit on the couch. Fart. (laughs) Let out a rip-roaring fart like that. I like to drink my coffee in complete silence. I think it's because all day long I'm hearing like, noise whether that's on the subway or at work people asking me questions the kids like I enjoy just complete silence in the morning that's me after work okay. in the morning I immediately turn on my Hoda copy okay and my today show and I watch the today sometimes show sometimes I do that but sometimes I like after to just work when I sit down on the couch after work it's dead silent it's nice it's because right? all day I've had people talking at me yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know who you are mm-hmm. and so then I want like yeah. just like 30 minutes of silence but yeah I get that yeah but um Andy and I were both sitting here. I don't know. He must have been up with me at that time. But we heard like scratching around mm-hmm. in the ceiling. And like I was exorcist. like. You know when you kind of have a mouse in the wall? And yes. you can kind of We've hear. We've talked about it. Yeah. yeah. You can hear yeah. the like scritchy scratch. Yeah. It was the same thing, but it was in the ceiling of the living room. And we were like, what the hell is that? And so we go outside and we see this squirrel going from the wires, like the electrical wires, underneath the solar panel. And we were like, oh my God, have they burrowed in the actual house? <laughs> well, long story short, he did. I was banging on the ceiling with a shoe to try <laughs> to get them to see like if they were coming out of the hole. Long story short... Um, Andy literally like crawled through the crawl spaces of the house like a ninja and saw that there is a hole in my roof the size of a baseball. The only reason why it hasn't completely flooded and like really deteriorated up there is the solar panel was acting like a shield. Uh So I ended up calling five roofing companies and having them all come and give me estimates I was such a good girl. I know I did. I got quotes. I did my due diligence. We um, negotiated. I ended up. I'm going with a local guy who does a lot of stuff in the neighborhood. But in order for my new roof to go on, the solar panels have to come off. I have to store them in the backyard. The new roof has to go on, and then the solar panels have to go back on with squirrel guards. This squirrel time. guards. Squirrels. Who run the world? Squirrels. There's some squirrels in this house. There's, There's some, some squirrels, squirrels in this, this house. house. Literally squirrels in the house. So they, uh, it must have just been one or two, I don't know, but he built a nest in the house. Like, it, it was a real mess. So long story short, in probably two weeks' time, I'm going to have a brand new roof on this place. They told me the roof was at least 20 to 25 years old, so she tired. It's definitely time. And I got uh, two quotes for a new stoop and a third one coming. So the whole stoop is going to be rebuilt, and she's going to be ready to rock and roll by spring. Okay. Get you, new roof. I know, I know. Like, the roof. The roof. Yeah, I'm, I'm raising the roof over here. You're I'm, literally yeah. raising the roof, and now they're farting up there. I'm raising the roof, and I am what I'm not raising is my bank account because she'd be expensive. I know. I'm like <laughs> doing everything in my power to not touch my savings. Ooh. I put most of it. I put most of my savings into an IRA Roth. I need to do that. It, it's, it's like an ING. Oh, an ING. Okay. So either way, I got mm-hmm. it out of like my local savings. I have a little money in there, but I ended up putting most of it really? somewhere where I have to like call someone to get it. That's a good idea. That was smart. Okay. And 
And does it like yield decent interest? It does. Better than sitting in my bank account. Over the first few years, you'll be like, this is a waste. But as it builds and builds and builds, it'll be better and better. My other thing is, again, it's it's just sitting there for like, I don't know. You know, when I have my next wedding. It's just sitting there. Boop. Boop. Boop, boop, and boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not getting married. Um, ever. Ever. Uh, I was saying this, though. If I ever did get married, I would, I think, now do a destination wedding. Yeah? Yeah. Well, see, I, look at you thinking of possibilities. I, well, I mostly just want to go on another vacation to an okay. all-inclusive resort. Okay. And if a wedding happens, so be it. So be it. So oh, all-inclusives are so fun. We have to do our Mexico episodes. So yes. We'll call yeah. it Ian Divine. All right, that sounds good. Mexico. Okay. Mexico. Coming soon. So that was uh, my week. Like, literally, it has kind of drained the energy out of me and drained the money out of my life. But... I'll have a nice sound roof over this home and no more squirrels living in my When are you going to fix your stoop? Stoop? I don't know. It's getting cold. I yeah. feel like I missed the window with the stoop. It may have to be the spring. You I don't want to be stupid. I know. I don't want to be stupid. I just don't know that it's going to last another winter, to be honest with you, but we'll oh. see. Oh, hey, notifications. Sorry, I forgot. Whatever. I. It's not work hours. Leave me alone. Jesus. This happened the other night, too. I know. It happens I, to me all night, too. Know, I'm like, just text me if it's after hours. Oh, don't even. That bad. Don't even text no, me. You're right. You're right. Go boundaries. Do your own thing. I know. Boundaries. Anyway. Uh, boundaries as we hang out together on our time off. I know. Whatever. All right. That was a great week. Okay. We'll be right back with some fabulous finds. Bye. I kind of. We'll be right back. Okay, it's time for Fabulous Finds. Fabulous! All right, what you got? You want me to go first? You can go first. I see it sitting there next to you. Yeah, mine's a beauty product. You guys know that I'm quite a beauty connoisseur. Really? Not right now. I was like, I got ran over by a car. Amy got ran over by a greyhound. Yeah, seriously, I look so ugly right now. But I'm not trying to impress him, clearly. That don't so, impress me. Much. So mine, um, this week's Fabulous Fine is going to be a mascara. Because I love makeup. When I first moved to New York City, I was a makeup artist. Because I refused to wait tables. So I got a job doing makeup at the uh, bougie department stores. And I have used a lot of mascara in my day and have paid a lot of money for very expensive tubes of mascara. Two that I always liked were this one by Urban Decay and this other one by a company called Unique. And they were like, I'm not joking, like $25 a tube. Isn't that disgusting for I, mascara? I have nothing to, like, I only use eyeliner for a year. I don't need <laughs> mascara because look at my eyelashes. They're naturally gorgeous. Anywho, <laughs> ladies, am I right? Like, this stuff's expensive. And after a couple of months, it starts to get, like, a little verklempt. Like, you got to throw it away. It gets, clumpy. like, clumpy and chunky and it's not good. Just like me this yeah, year. <laughs> just like you, exactly, after Halloween candy. Um, but I want to say that I found... A mascara that is equally as good, equally as good at Target or CBS. So it's an over-the-counter. It's Maybelline. So ladies, it's the Falsies Lash Lift. And there's also a Falsies Lash Mask that you can put on first. So it's like white. It's kind of like a base coat and a conditioning serum kind of thing. So you put that on your lashes first, but... 
be like very light handed with this because too much of it gets clumpy. Just want to use a tiny little bit. And then on top of it, you're going to use the falsies lash lift. And I get like the blackest black because if you're going to use mascara, gals, don't be using brown. That's like 80s. You got to use black, black mascara. Okay. Lashy, uh, lashies. It's a tongue twister. Falsies Lash Lift under $10. There you go. I think it's $7. It looks cute, too. It's cute, too. And it actually is the same shape and same colors as Urban Decay. So I do think it's like a knockoff of the Urban Decay one. But the Urban Decay... It's like great value. I think the Urban Decay one is twenty five a tube, and I think this was seven bucks. And you can get it on Amazon. I got it on Amazon. I think I paid seven dollars for it. So that's my fabulous find. It's that's really great. good stuff. I know, right? Uh, keep I know. On I know. I can use what's left over to go into the roof fund. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you still have pretty eyelashes. Exactly. Yep. Um, mine's not a beauty product because I have naturally beautiful. Um, <laughs> He can't even say it with a straight face. I meant bootyful. Yeah. Because I got a big old booty. Um, <laughs> no, my fabulous find is a TV show. Oh, fun. I shouldn't say it's fabulous because I think the whole world knows about it. But if you haven't watched it yet, you're missing out. And everyone kept telling me to watch this show. And that's like an immediate reason for me not to watch a show. Me too. I feel like I'm jumping. I did that with Shit's Creek. Like everyone was like, Shit's Creek. I was like, oh, I'm always whatever, so behind because when, it, when I, it's something really hot, it was the same as Squid Game, everything. I'm like, yeah, when no. it's something really hot, I'm like, I don't want to be part of this. I'm always First of behind. All, I'm always behind watching things anyway. Handmaid's so. Tale and Schitt's Creek. I was completely behind on and then binged them and loved them. Yeah. So I binged this. So it's on, uh, it's Ted Lasso. Never watched it. It's so good. Okay. It's on Apple TV, mm-hmm. um, Apple TV Plus, And it won a bunch of Emmys this year. And everyone was like, you should watch this show. Everyone you does talk like about it. Amy, I have to say, um, call me the band leader on the bandwagon. Because this show... I started it immediately. The first three episodes are a lot of, of course, set up and what's going on. When it gets really going, mm-hmm. this guy's like an eternal optimist. A really yeah. happy... It's kind of the show we need right now where I feel like everyone is so negative oh. and so divisive mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And this guy literally takes a team that's like falling apart and like brings them together. But he knows nothing about soccer, which it's about, you know, mm-hmm. UK, like football, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm going to call soccer because we have to di- differentiate. Yeah. He's so funny. The supporting cast is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's it was I laughed out loud, like cackling. And I binge watched the whole first season one night. And I was up till two AM. Terrible fucking idea. But I had to finish like the yeah. first season. That's I, how you know something's really and good. And at one thirty in the morning, like I'm still like laughing out loud at the jokes. Really? Then the next second I'm like crying. Cause it was like such you a cry? Ain't, believe it or not. No, like, I don't have tear ducts. Maybe you do. I do now. Thanks, really? Ted Lasso. Maybe they've been like opened back up. Like when you get a facial and it opens your pores and like blackheads come pouring out. I meant like a facial like with steam. I know what you, I know what you meant. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but maybe the same thing happened to your tear ducts. Maybe they were yeah. like opened up and they're like free flowing now. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I just needed like something to make me cry. Yeah. There you and go. It was like happy tears too. It's not sad Aww. tears. And you're like, you really care about these people. It's really well written. Okay, it's I need really to good. watch it. Um, if you don't have it, if you have an Apple ID and you want to subscribe, I think you can get like a year of Apple TV Plus free if you have an iPhone. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Let me look on your iPhone later. Okay. I think you can get a year free. Oh. Yeah. I think it gets included. Oh, you know, I love free stuff. 
make sure you put I have a calendar date in okay. my calendar of when it's not free anymore of so course, that I can make, cancel it yeah I could have got to cancel that yeah, absolutely get a new Bye-bye. Apple ID yeah new Apple exactly yep. <laughs> or come up with a new email address yeah um, anyway so yeah uh, Ted Lasso I also now want to watch like the morning show because I hear that's good too I heard that's TV, good but, yeah uh, Ted Lasso was my, uh, 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 Ted Lasso was my fabulous fans so that's a good fabulous find yeah. so we got a mascara and a TV show get on it people yeah and the TV show will make your mascara run Actually, this is uh, water resistant. I've cried. Many oh, but times I cried tears of acid. Okay, well, I cry. This doesn't run, so hmm. it must be. It must you be know pretty what else hardcore. Run? I cry a lot. Me. <laughs> oh, that's true. You don't cry or run. No, I actually cry if I run. Okay, great. <coughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Okay, Ron Howard. <laughs> I know it. Just directing the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this next segment uh, is called Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh, just ridiculous things we've done in our life um, throughout time. But the thing is, when we were <laughs> saying that this was the segment we were going to do, we actually had to think long and hard. About, okay, yeah, long and hard about something ridiculous. Because we were both saying that we don't really get that embarrassed that easily. Because mm. we kind of accept that we're wrecks. We're ridiculous human beings. Yeah, and we're like okay with it. So we are in no way apologizing for any of this stuff or saying that it embarrassed us. It would just be considered ridiculous probably to somebody else. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Disclaimer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer, these are ridiculous things. So I'm going to go first, and this is the story, and many of you know this story. Um, if you don't, though, it's a good one. This is about the time I fell on national TV, mm-hmm. um, which was a ridiculous moment. So it all starts years ago <laughs> on a cold November day. <laughs> no, I used to go, I love to see TV shows, like live tapings of TV shows in the city. So a lot of things film here, The View... We went to The View once, We went remember? to The View together. Mm-hmm. We've, I, I've been to The View several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Rachel Ray. I've been to a lot of different things. Someone's calling me with a spam number. Nice. Shut up. Nice. Uh, can we get rid of the robocalls? Sorry, oh, Seriously, sidebar. they're so annoying. So annoying. Like, okay, anyway. Um, so uh, I've done that, but I went to live with uh, Regis and Kelly a few times. So I really, really enjoyed. It's a really fun show. It's very New York-centric. Well, Reed just left, so I went to live with Kelly and Michael a few times. It was Kelly and Michael. Mm-hmm. And they always have a trivia dancer. Okay. Then Michael left. Michael Strahan left, would go to GMA. And Kelly was left hostless, and she didn't have a host for a while. And for my birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I really want to be the trivia dancer on Live with Kelly. And they're like, okay. So exciting. I know. It's so exciting. So I got two tickets, and I told our friend Megan. I said, Megan, do you want to go with me to Live with Kelly? And she's like, yeah, I'll go. I was like... We'll just go to work late. I actually was taking the day off. It's my birthday. I was like, I really want to be that trivia dancer. She's like, oh my God, you got to do it. You got to do it. This is my Megan accent. It's not right. Um, She's from Staten Island. She's probably rolling her eyes right now. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, So anyway, so she, uh, so we're going together, whatever. That morning, actually, my ex surprised me. It was like in town. I was like, ooh, sorry. I have to go to live with Kelly and Megan. (laughs) I have plans. I was like, I have plans. I'll see you after. Um, I was like, but I'm going to be the trivia dancer. So we go down to the studio, and you get there pretty early, and it's ABC Studios, like, right in, like, mm-hmm. Lincoln Center. Yes. And we're there, so and exciting. whatever. We go in. Uh, we actually knew one of the, like, merch people was our good friend Carlos's husband, and he was like, oh, my God, if you want to be a trivia dancer, all you have to do is audition. 
so they bring you into the studio and they go, who wants to audition to be the trivia dancer? And I, of course, was like, me, me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I look around and there's like press there from like E! News, mm. ABC News, and all these things. I look at Megan and I go, what's going on? She's like, oh yeah, I think she's announcing her new host today. And I was like, oh my God. So you knew amazing. everybody was going to be watching. And the E! News is there, Access Hollywood, like ABC Nightly News, like a mm-hmm. bit, everyone's there. Mm-hmm. And there's just press everywhere in the studio. So I raise my hand and they bring you down and they just turn on music. And there's like, I think six of us auditioning. They turn on music and you just start freestyling. And I did like my old school, like Robbie freestyle of like, yeah. just shake my ass and like, yeah, like idiot. Roger Rabbit, yeah. Running Man. Like, you know, get the audience pumped because this yeah. is my audience applause. Okay. You win. Okay. So it gets narrowed down to me and one other girl. And let's talk about this, like the Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze sketch of yeah. the Chippendales. <laughs> She is tall and blonde and thin, probably from like Iowa or Nebraska. Okay. Came to New York to probably audition to be a ballerina. Or a rock hat. Or a rock hat. Mm-hmm. And here I am, like, stocky at best. Yidle, yidle, yidle. So we start dancing. And I was like, sorry, bitch, but you're going down. Yeah. So You ain't got a chance. So we start dancing. I'm doing this. She pulls out pot of beret, double pirouette. No, she didn't. And I was like, oh. Give the people what they want. I looked at her and I was like, oh. She doesn't know. She doesn't know that I'm a trained dancer. She thinks I'm just a fool. I was like, watch this. So my shoes were a little slick. So I was like, pot of beret, triple pirouette. I jumped out of it. Let's be clear. I did yeah. not land it perfectly. Yeah. The audience went wild. Because like they thought I was just, you know, there just for like... Just a potato. Just a potato. Yeah. And now I'm a turning potato. I'm a spinning... A revolving Revolving potato. potato. <laughs> which have you ever... No. I'm Sputnik, bitch. <laughs> But Spudnik. <laughs> Get it? Ha <laughs> ha. It's a friend's joke. So I win. And the audience was wild. And so I get ushered backstage and immediately the this woman is all so the woman goes, Give me your phone. I went, excuse me. I was like, first of all, don't look through my pictures. Second of all <laughs> Sorry mom. So I give it to her and she goes, Okay, you can't I can't have you back here tweeting or anything. They put the microphone on me, they start ushering backstage, I get stopped suddenly, and right there in front of me is Ryan Seacrest. All five foot four of them. Yeah, he's so little, tiny. right? But he has an entourage of like 20 fucking people. Really? One dude has like two blow dryers in like guns, like gunslinger, but they're blow dryers and a tool belt. Oh my god. All making him look perfect. <gasps> he's smiling. He looks like a great guy. He's very yeah, nice. Yeah, getting his teeth whitened. Yeah, just like ripping off his like crust yeah. white strips. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh shit. I look at the producer lady and I was like, I was like, oh my god. So it's Ryan Seacrest is the host. She goes, mm. I was like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So then I get taken around backstage. And they introduce Ryan. It's all great. I'm sitting there. You know, the trivia happens at the end of the opening like section. So I'm standing there, this guy who's probably worked at ABC since it was the original place. He's like 97 years old with a long ponytail. Okay. And he goes, you're going to go out to the red mark and stand there. I look out to the stage. There are 57 red marks. Of course. And I go. And you know how to hit a mark, too. Well, there's so like red, like, there's pink, there's no. a burgandy, Mm-mm. there's a maroon. Mm-mm. He goes, the red one. I go, well, that's more burgundy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Moment before they go out, they go, you're up. He grabs my shoulder and looks me dead in the eye, like this old man. And he goes, don't stop dancing. I went, okay. That's the only direction you are giving. Only direction. Don't stop dancing. So they go, it's time for- On live television. Live television. Don't stop dancing. Now, I have worked, first of all, 
Like Ross and Monica on Friends for the Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's countdown, I had worked out a routine. I was going to show off some of my best best moves that I've obviously. I had sky grabs. Yes, I had you know like little flea yeah, hops. Yeah, you had I some pivot turns. I think yeah, I saw I'll, in there. I, I had definitely had some hip works. Oh you yeah, know, some you body definitely rolls. had some booty. I was ready. Mm-hmm. Um, music starts and I start dancing, 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 and I go. And what I didn't know they were going to shoot off confetti. So there's now confetti flying everywhere. I was like, oh my God, yes. Living like gay yes. dreams. I'm like, yes. Titties out. I go, sky grab, sky grab. My foot hits a piece of confetti. Told you I had slick shoes. I slam down knees first into the fucking ground. Out of the view of the camera. Just duh, uh, uh, whack to the floor. At this point, I black out. Not like physically, like I don't know what happened in the next couple minutes, so I rewatched it on TV. Um, I jumped, um, I jumped up apparently, and just did a little like jig move, and then did the chop salad, and then just started going crazy. And next thing you knew, the music stopped, but all I could hear was "Don't stop, stop dancing." dancing. I and mean, every teacher I ever had that said, if you screw up in like a dance audition, just get up and keep going. Yes. So that's I, training. It's training. Like yeah. it's called technique. Right. It's called technique. Anybody else would have hit the floor and that they would have been done so. You popped up faster like than you went down. Like a gay jack in the box. Like a gay jack in the box. I remember watching it in real time and I like gasped and clutched my pearls. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> And that that by that point your job stop it stop yeah to whatever that move is you do then I grab my knee <laughs> and Kelly Ripley goes are you okay and I was like mm-hmm. and he's like and then Ryan Seacrest like that was the chop salad I was like it was <laughs> and then they're like are you hurt and I go only my pride yeah <laughs> and and then of course. It was all great. We had a little conversation. She's like, you're young. It'll be fine. I was like, actually, bitch, I'm like in my mid-30s. Yeah. But it's fine. So I sit back down. You're like, that's Megan's- the most physical activity I've gotten in like eight years. Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> but that won't be the last time I go down. And so Megan's sitting in her seat. And she- I walk up into the audience to go back to my seat. First of all, Sandy Kenyon is sitting in my seat. If you're from New York, you know Sandy Kenyon. He's like one of the guys from like New York One or from ABC7. Mm-hmm. He's like on everything. He does all like the fluff pieces. And I was like, excuse me, Mr. Sandy Kenyon, can you please get out of my seat? <laughs> and Megan is there and her face, I mean, she looked like a tomato. She was laughing so hard. She goes, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I was of course look around. I'm like, oh, everyone's here. And everyone saw Everyone's like, it's also hit. Ryan Seacrest's first day. And down I went. Yeah. Then the lawyer comes over from Live with Kelly, sits down next to me. He's like, I just want to check in, make sure you're okay, make sure you're doing well. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, honestly, it's not even hurting anymore. Because it really wasn't. I was fine. Yeah. It was the initial shock. And then, you know, a couple of commercial breaks later, he's like, we just want to make sure, like, if there's any issue, you let us know first. I was like, do you think I'm going to sue you? You're owned by Disney. You think I have Disney suing money? Right. Robbie Iker. Yeah. I don't have the money to sue uh, like, literally, like, anybody. Yeah. Let alone Disney. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm good. I was like, I'll be fine. <laughs> and that's how I It was so good, though, TV. Robbie. That clip of you dancing and hitting hitting the floor and coming back up must have circulated around social media. It spread like an STD. It was a meme. They used it as a meme at one point on Live with Kelly. That's Remember? right, she they goes, did. She goes, when Monday doesn't start off just right. And it was a gif. 
And it was Robbie falling. It was me guys. falling. Then it was. So I Google was, it if you haven't seen it. If you, I, I, I will post it onto our social media because yeah. I think it, they took it off. Yeah, like she's YouTube. a classic. Okay. Yeah. yeah she's um, classic. But I was both nominated for best trivia dancer of the year. That's so. Which awesome. Which I lost to a bus driver named like Sue. Whatever. Yeah. Screw you, Sue. It was based on votes, and she's had all those kids at the school vote for her. Yeah. Whatever. You don't uh, have that many people. Whatever. I hope your bus crashes. <laughs> um, not with oh. kids on it. Yeah. No. no. God no. Maybe I'll take that out. Uh, <laughs> maybe. maybe we'll cut that out. Uh, so that's one of my ridiculous stories. Amy, do you have a ridiculous story? That's something dumb you've done. Yes, well. I mean, I've done, I have done so many dumb things, but that's because I'm really dense. But this one, I have to say, is up there with probably top 10 dumb things. So when I was in college, like many other people, I dyed my own hair from a box. And I used like this Miss Clairol color that was called Copper Penny. Like I used it all the time. And because it was like a shade of red, it would only last like three weeks and then it would start fading out. So I had like, you know, my routine of constantly doing it. And, you know, like anything else, I started to get bored and I wanted to like go maybe like one shade darker or like a little more vibrant. Just one little shade. So there was a girl that also went to school with us that also dyed her hair from a box. And I liked hers because it was like a deeper red. So I was like, oh, what color do you use? And she told me it was like a Miss Clairol, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I run out to Farmore. Do you remember Farmore? Farmore? They're far more than a pharmacy. They're far more than a pharmacy. They used to, That's I, I remember bought Farmore it. because they, well, I can like remember the smell of Farmore. They had paper doll books. Remember paper doll yes. books? Yeah. They had paper doll books and we'd always get them. And then they had those pantyhose that were in an egg. In an egg. And they, I can, I can, yes, see, I can them see them when I walked in the farm where yes. Oh my God, yes. Farmer. Yeah, so that is where I got the Miss Clairol. So I come back to my apartment with my roommates and I'm like, hey, it's hair dyeing night. I gotta do my hair. I'm like, I'm gonna do a new color. And they're like, oh, okay. What I wasn't thinking was this other girl who used this hair dye had jet black hair. So she was putting this color on jet black hair. I'm putting the same color on strawberry blonde hair. I was like not even thinking that it was going to look different. So stupid. So I'm like mixing it up, squeezing it all over my head. I'm like, oh, this is dark. Like, wow. But it's deceiving because it's like this gel that you put all over your hair. So you really don't know what it's going to look like. So it said, leave it on for like 20 minutes. So I did. I followed the instructions. I get in the shower. I'm rinsing it out. And I see the water like in the shower. I'm like, wow, it's really dark. I'm like, oh, I hope my hair looks okay. I get out of the shower and it's like wrapped in a towel. I take off the towel and I look in the mirror and my hair is like burgundy purple. I instantly burst into tears. I'm so dramatic. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, my hair. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. I was devastated. So what did I do? I got back in the shower probably four or five times and rewashed my hair and kept getting back out to see if it was like any lighter. Girlfriend was on there like That's some good dye. Rice. I was like, oh my God. My roommates were like, what have you done? I looked like Grimace. Like it was at this point, because I had scrubbed it, it was purple. Like I had a, a purple head. The next night, 
My parents had gotten tickets to go see the national tour of Les Miserables at the Benenham Center in downtown Pittsburgh. So I was like needing to look nice. Like my parents were coming into town, picking me up, and we were going to see like a Broadway musical at the Benenham Center. So I was like, I can't go to the Benenham Center with purple hair. Like what are my parents going to like? This looks awful. I look like a punk rocker, but like Laura Ingalls as a punk rocker <laughs> because I was so square. I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. So... My roommates were like, I think Farmore has a kit that like takes the dye out of your hair. I was like, I'm doing it. Let's Back go. Back to Farmore. Back to Farmore we went. Went to Farmore and I'm like looking around for like kits that pull color out of your hair. Not knowing anything about this. I buy it. I come home. Hindsight. It was a kit for you to like pull all the color out of your hair to then like dye, dye it blonde it. or something. Like, make it, it clear. Wasn't, yes. Make, make like white hair almost. Yes. It wasn't to take like a bad dye job out of your hair. How dumb you am I? bleaching your hair. So dumb. I put this on my hair and then I rinse it out and it did pull a lot of the color out, but it left me with orange <laughs> hair. I looked... Like the Wendy's girl. Wendy. <laughs> I look like Wendy. It was worse than the purple. At this I point. Wait, I just want to point out right now. I'm just going to interject. What world did you think you couldn't go to the bed and up with purple hair? As if people were like, that's people have a daughter with purple hair. I know. That's how messed up I am. <laughs> like, I, I was First like, of all, 90% of the time you're in the bed and up, the lights are dimmed. <laughs> I know. It wasn't like you were going to church. And all I had to say to my parents was like, it's a bad dye job. I got to go to the salon and get a fix. Like, I'll put in a bun. Whatever. Oh, so you could have worn like an eponine hat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and now I'm on it again. <laughs> but no, like I was so afraid people were going to judge me and that I would like come across as like a punk rocker, like emu girl to my parents. Emo. <laughs> Emus are animals. Emu. I thought I looked just like an emu. Emo. <laughs> Wait, okay, that, okay, idiot oh is what I am. An idiot. Now you're an now idiot? you're Wendy. Now, now you're a fast okay. food mascot. <laughs> yeah. First I was an emo. <laughs> now an emu. Now I'm the Wendy's girl. And it was like a bad like it was like Lucille Ball got smacked upside the head by the Wendy's girl. Like it was so bad. So 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 bad. So I end up going to the show. Of course, my parents were like, what the hell happened to you? What did you do to your beautiful hair? I was like, nah, I'm trying to dye it myself. I so upset. They were like, were well, you going to get it fixed? I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. At this point, I was so afraid to put another boxed mm-hmm. hair dye kit on my head because I thought my hair was going to fall out that I was like, I think I need to go to a salon. You think? The problem is I had no money. And... Getting your hair dyed at a salon. is a lot of money. She ain't cheap, okay? Now, again, I'm like 21 years old. 20, I must have been about 20. I don't even think I was 21. 21 years old. There was a salon. Fantastic Sam's. It was like a Fantastic Sam's, basically. <laughs> but this, like, Italian guy owned it. It was a kind of a bougie salon. Downtown Pittsburgh on Wood Street. I, I can see it in my head. I can actually see the guy who helped me, too. So I go in there. And I immediately start crying. And I'm like, I need you to help me. And he was like, uh, what's wrong? And I was like, okay. So I did this and I took off my baseball cap. And he was like, whoa. He's like, what did you do? I explained the whole situation to him. I said, I really need you to fix it. Can you just dye it brown? 
at this point, I wanted it to be like as basic and plain and boring as he could possibly make it. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, you know, it's like 125. Like I got to pull the color out of it. I got to do this. It was like $150 or something like that. Now I'm 20 years old, poor college student. I immediately have a meltdown. He's like, what's wrong? I told, I have $20 in my checking account. He's like, um, this was 98. Like, you know, that was a good bit of money. 20 bucks. I remember $20 I had in my checking account. He was like, all right. He's like, I'll make you a deal. He's like, if you give me the 20 bucks, he was like, how about for the rest of the year, every month, you bring me another 20 bucks until it's paid off. And I was like, okay. He must have sat there for three hours and he fixed my hair for 20 bucks. Did you pay him every month? I paid every cent back to him because I... I was so appreciative of what he did and I felt so dumb and I promised myself when I walked out of that salon, I said, I will never dye my hair from a box as long as I live and I never have. And that, I think that's why I spend like the amount of money on my hair that I do and I go to the type of salons that I do because it still gives me anxiety to this day. When you were doing it. You were young and stupid. Like so it's stupid. one thing if you look, say, like know how see someone actually dye your hair before. Yeah. Oh no, I no, I was. <laughs> oh, I dyed my hair in seventh like, grade. It definitely turned orange or ninth grade. It, I think terrible. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, terrible idea. So uh, that was like my promise to myself. That and I'm never getting bangs. Like they're on my do not ever do list. Bangs and you don't dye have my big own hair. To pull up I know. Bangs. Yeah, I have a tiny face. So whatever. <laughs> So what are you laughing at? I have a tiny face. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, that's um, my stupid, my stupidity story, hair dye, boxed hair dye. I feel like everyone's been through something similar. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good though. I love mm-hmm. that that's like the one thing though that you think you're uh, comparison of. Yeah, and it was like a million years ago. Yeah. Well, well I mean like five years ago when I was like 20. In what, dog years? <laughs> um, yeah, it was like 1998, I think. That was a long time ago. Anyway. Um. My only other time was actually another time I was on Oh, you have two. another one. I have one more. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, I just figured I'd tell both of these together. Right, right. Because they kind of go hand in hand. It's the other time I was on TV. Okay. Um, well, I've been on TV a few times. I know. Um, but this time it's like a national TV again. Again, it's ABC. Uh, this is the story of Robbie Iker uh, being on The Match Game. You really make the rounds. I do. This is a good one. So I've always wanted to, so I'm obsessed with game shows and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be on a game show and I've auditioned for a bunch, especially Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. All oh, the you time. would murder those. I know. So I like, I've always into those. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so anyway, so I always wanted to be on a, a game show and I had auditioned and finally one, I'm on this thing called Game Show Casting on Facebook and the match game came up. Which There's is, a thing called that? It's a group. Yeah. I want to be on that group. Well, just join the group. So then you can like. It tells you when they're casting for different, a lot of them are in LA. So to see a New York one uh-huh. uh, or one that will travel you is rare. Okay. Now, this was the match game starring Alec Baldwin, who with six celebrities where you have to match yeah, their Yeah, I remember seeing it a couple so, times. So um, I was like, oh, I love this game. And it's exactly like what I love to do. It's not a lot of strategy. It's just like saying things that you know people will agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it filmed in New York. So I was like, great. This is perfect. Uh, so I apply and I made my, um, I was with my ex at the time. I made him read me questions and I did like a fake gameplay as my video. Sent in a video, didn't hear back for a few weeks, suddenly get a phone call from like a 212 number. I'm like, oh shit, it's NYU asking for money. But for some reason I picked up and I was like, hello. And they go, hi, this is, um, boobity boobity boop. I'm a producer with the match game. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, I'd love to like do a FaceTime with you and just talk to you about, oh, he didn't even do that. He said, I'd love to ask a few questions. 
I was like, okay. And I'm like in my like house, just walking, like pacing. You know how I of pace. Of course. Oh, yes. And he's like, we're going to do a fake game right now. And he's like, to, to read these questions. And I start like giving him answers. He's dying laughing because I was like. Of course. Just you off. were like I'm killing pro- it. I think I was maybe three vodkas in. I was like, you called on it. It was like oh, probably four it the in the afternoon. Time. Yeah. I wasn't too drunk. I was yeah. like right at the moment. Yeah. You were on the edge of glory. And he's like, he's like you're hilarious. I'm going to send you to the next producer. I go, okay. He's like, they'll call you this week sometime. I'm like, okay. Get a phone call later in the week. And I was like, hello. And they're like, hi, this is another producer, like the next producer up, casting producer of this of the match game. We're going to play another game. On the phone. Then they're asking questions about myself and what I like to do. And I was like, okay. So she goes, okay, I'm passing up to the head casting director and the producers themselves. And you're going to have to do a FaceTime with them. Somewhere where there's good light and like a nice echoey sound. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, great. Perfect place is our office. Mm-hmm. So in the office, get called. This is my third audition for this. They call you in and they put you on screen with like people and you play the game again. They ask you more questions on camera. They tell you how to do facial reactions. But if there's one thing I can do, it's pull face. Oh. I was like, that's why they love me at Wendy Williams. Because like I give you looks. Yeah. And angles. <laughs> so I was like, in it to win it. And they go, they go, you know what? We're going to send you details if you're selected. So you're still not selected. God, this is a lot of rigmarole. Send you the selection. I get the email that says I'm selected for this date. You need to be there. I was actually supposed to travel to, I think, a theme park that day. Okay. I got to push back a day so I could do this. Like, you need to be at ABC Studios at 5 a.m. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So early. So I went. It's early for me. I went and I managed to swing by a McDonald's on the way and get like a little coffee. Mm-hmm. I was like, surely they'll have coffee. Yeah. But it says, come dressed in one of your outfits and bring three other options. Oh, wow. Like, for single jewel tones. We want jeans that are dark. Like, I give you all these stipulations. Okay. Come hair and makeup ready. So I, knowing the industry, came like full beat. Yeah. I was like, I know how to make myself look good for a camera. Yes. Walk in. I'm like You in had there. like a rolly suitcase. Oh, I was like, ready. I had, no, I had my Lacoste like yeah. little bag and I had the like, like, I'm here, I'm queer. I was like, hi everyone, I'm Robbie Eicher. I don't know if you've heard. Um, <laughs> walk in and there's all the people who are there with I you. I fell on they, live with Kelly. They put you in like a room. <laughs> they put you in a room and they're like, we're going to... um. With everybody, you've signed like basically your life away. Mm-hmm. You find out in that point, even if you at this point you could not play, they might send you home. Jeez. And even if you do play on one of the episodes, unless the episode airs, you don't get paid if you win. Whoa, what? So even if I went and won the game, but they decide not to air my episode for some reason, or if it didn't air because let's say it got preempted by something, the president or something, I would not get paid. Okay, that is so crappy. Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, I'm showing up and getting money for literally nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, that all happens, and they sit through. And it makes for good They story. go through all the celebrities that'll be, you could possibly be playing with that day. Okay. They're playing, like, 20 games in a day, starting at 10 a.m. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, shit. So, then they're like, if you know any of these celebrities, you need to tell us now. And I'm like, who could I possibly know? But, of course, one of the celebrities was Titus Burgess. Who I do know. Oh. And I was like, oh, I know Titus. They go, and see the ball huddle. And they go, how do you know him? I was like, well, we're kind of friends. Like, I work in the industry and I like know who he is. And we've definitely hung out before. And like, we know each other on a first name basis. He's like, huddle, huddle, huddle. Okay. I was like, oh, shit. There it goes. That was probably yeah. my chance. So next thing I know, they call my name. And they go, Robbie Eicher. And I was like, oh, shit. I go up and they go, get into hair and makeup right now. I was like, okay. So they picked you because you knew him? They moved. I think they moved my game. Because okay. he wasn't on every game. Yeah. So they moved me. They get So they pulled people aside and they called my name and moved me. Um, they put me in hair and makeup. 
And the lady with the makeup goes, oh, you're already done. I was like, I know. <laughs> you were like, this whole thing. Like, you had concealer on. You're... Then they take you in again with the person you'll be playing against. And you play another fucking fake game. Really? They take you upstairs and you have to ride the little turntable that turns around when this game starts. And you have to like ride it once to make sure you won't get hurt. You're like, don't worry, I never fall on live television. He's like, don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Fine. And if I if I bite it, I'll bounce right back up. The audience is like coming in. They're getting ready. Um, they're serving drinks to everybody except us. Then I was like, could I get some coffee? And they go, you can't have coffee. I go, why? They why? Go, we go, well, it's too close to your filming time. We don't want you to crash on air. We'll make sure you get caffeine before you go on. Oh, I was my like, God. Okay, so I'm like dying of no coffee. I have like a headache. Yeah. Sitting in a room with like some schmucks who are playing later. <laughs> and then they call me and send us upstairs. Then they put me into like my wardrobe, my, my outfit I had worn. They taped my shirt shut because they didn't want it to pull. Mm-hmm. They put cardboard in my armpits so I wouldn't sweat through my shirt. They pulled everything back on the back of me and tied it. It's like with a twist tie. So it was nice and tight. Oh, and I could, could barely move. And then the moment before you go on, they hand you a sugar-free Red Bull. And they go, chug it. No, no. And the woman I'm playing with, with, they go, you have, they said, you have five minutes to drink this. So you don't have to drink the whole thing. But I'm like, I have no energy at this point. Yeah. The woman who I'm with, she was a flight attendant from Georgia. Mm -hmm. She goes, I've never had a Red Bull. I was like, well, I have. I was like, so she starts drinking. We're sitting backstage waiting to turn around. She goes, Robbie. I go, yeah. She goes, I can feel my skin. (gasps) Oh oh, my God. Turn us around, and on my panel, I'm on here, and Alec Baldwin's the host. Yeah. On my panel, I've got Adam Carolla, some girl from Deadpool, uh, Johnny Weir, the mm-hmm. figure skater. Yeah, Johnny um, Weir. <laughs> I have Cheryl Hines, who's tanked at 10.30 in the morning, <laughs> wasted. Rick Fox and Pamela Anderson mm-hmm. are my six celebrities. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I did terribly, but I still made it to the bonus round. Of course you did. But the best was when I answered a question, and I gave a really sassy response and mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin called me a bitch mm-hmm. on TV. That was amazing. That will post as well. I, I remember texting you and saying, did Alec Baldwin just call you a bitch on live <laughs> television? This is amazing. Yeah. It was, it was so good. So after you get on it and I won, I ended up winning. Um, spoiler alert. I ended up winning. I only won $2,000. Um, Only. I know. So I won $2,000 for no work. Didn't you buy an engagement ring with I it? I bought an engagement with it. Hmm. Stupid. Um, boop, boop. And a boop. And so I... Uh, <laughs> I afterwards, then they just like you're like bye, and you're like okay, and I was like, do you know when this will air? And they're like, no. They literally gave you zero information. So basically, about a week before, so Bachelor comes back on the air, and I'm looking, watching the episodes, and seeing the people who played before me. But I went out on a ship, and I was in Europe at the yes, time. Yes, that's right. And then I looked at the um, upcoming episode, and it said the panel who's going to be on. I was like, that's my episode. Uh-huh. So I like, kind of texted people. I was like, guys, watch because I think this is my episode. That's right. But there's still a chance. They, they film alternate ones too. So I might have been cut out. Yeah. So there was still, until it aired, I had no idea. Then after it airs, you get paid nine months later. Whoa. Yeah. Nine months? Uh-huh. Well, I think it's like three months after the season ends. But I was wow. one of the first episodes. Let's go back to cardboard under your pits. Like, yeah. being in the industry, we do have, like, a lot of, like, things that we do. We have pit pads, which are kind of, like, yeah. they're more, like, cotton. They're almost like bra inserts, ladies. Yeah. But you can actually have them sewn into a costume. So when you're done with the costume, you unsnap the pit pad from your shirt. And you can just wash that instead of washing the whole shirt. Right, and it makes you but not sweat as much. cardboard? It was built for this. 
this. I, it must be something for just TV that's for like a one-time use thing uh-huh. instead of pit pads. It was yeah. just a piece of cardboard, almost like you would find like in a shoe or in an actual like suit or something wow. that went under there. They like put them in. Like this woman like basically dressed me. Then they double-side tape up the front of your button down so that it doesn't pull apart. Mm-hmm. Then also, you're not allowed to eat or drink anything by yourself after that, after you go out there. So every time on a commercial break, they run up to you and a producer's in your face. I was told one to stop laughing so loud. <gasps> that it was it was Do I was, they know you? Well I said I said I can't do that. Then they said you they go, when you are thinking you make a hideous face, so stop <gasps> doing that. They did not say that. They to said you. you think you make a hideous face, so don't oh, make that face. Were you like I always make a hideous and face because I, like, I have a hideous face? I was like, Connie, that's just my face. <laughs> that's my resting think face. Then he goes, he goes, he goes, you also need to do this. Make sure you're reacting. Make sure you're doing this. Make sure you're looking here. Don't look at this. He goes, stop looking at the teleprompter. I was like, sorry. <laughs> Just have it, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, like, dumbass Karen next to me, who's like, keep feeling her skin. Yes. She has no idea where she's in. She's like, I've never seen so many lights. I was like, Jesus. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm like, uh-oh, they better hit their marks. Like, I'm, of course, directing of the course show from my are. seat. Yeah, overthinking everything. While they're doing that, the woman comes up with a little bottle of water and a straw. And she's like, here, drink this. And I'm like, like a fucking hamster, because I'm not allowed to hold my own thing, so I can't spill on myself. Because you would have. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. You know I can't drink anything without spilling on myself. <laughs> then, like, the, the lady comes up, because then you start sweating. They come up with the powder, and they're, like, powdering your face. You're, and then, like, you make a hideous face. Bye, have a good second round. I can't believe they told you you make a hideous face. That is so mean. I rewatched the episode, Amy. When I'm thinking, I'm making a hideous face. I understand what he's trying to say. Really? I think my producer, I think, knew that he could say that to me. Yeah. That I was self-aware enough. Because, of course, they're treating Karen over here. They can't tell Karen Karen, she makes hideous face. She would have cried. Like, really try this. They're like, Robbie, listen up. You're ugly. Listen up, you dumbass homo. (laughs) You're making an ugly-ass face on national TV. This is your one chance for someone to text you and be like, hey, you're hot. And look at you. You look like fucking trash. I know you're buying you're, an engagement you're ring. Hot. I know you're buying an engagement ring with this, but it's gonna end. It's gonna end in heartbreak. Get ready. Shut take up. Take the two thousand dollars and buy a new wardrobe. They take the two thousand dollars and buy yourself an evening with Johnny Weir. Yeah. Who told me that for two thousand dollars? It was Pamela Anderson who said for two thousand dollars I could buy a really nice cock ring. Because at the end of the episode, I had to hug the celebrities because that was the last game. Were her boobs like two stones? No, they're not. Like, really? I think she got rid of her fakies. Oh, okay. I think these are her just real natural, like pretty boobs. Oh, okay. So I had to hug all the celebrities at the end, but Alec Baldwin kept fucking up his sign off. So I had to do it three times. Really? They all See, the things smelled you don't like fucking champagne and orange really? juice. They were all trashed, <gasps> Amy. Cheryl Hines was the worst. Yeah, she was pretty she lit. She was pretty lit. You I was like, honey, tell. it's 11. <gasps> Which, I was like, can't judge you. I know, right? I just told the story about me showing up to Fort Lauderdale and drinking at 11. Yeah, at 11. Um, yeah, it's those things you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How interesting. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, Cardboard that was a little pitters. bit ridiculous. Cardboard pitters. Cardboard pitters. So don't I, dye your hair from a box. I think I should stop going on TV and you should stop dyeing your hair. Yeah. Use falsies, lash lift, mascara. Watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. Don't let squirrels live in your house. Don't let squirrels live in your house. And if you go to Fort Lauderdale, just know there are a lot of iguanas down there. I did not know that. Yeah, there's lizards here on Long Island, too. All right. I'm glad the farting stopped upstairs. Me too. It's so quiet now. I might have to fart, though. Okay, cool. Okay, we should stop before that. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Please subscribe and like and download and tell your friends. 
This is Amy Cannon. And this is Robbie Iker reminding you to glitter and be gay. Okay, so I went down to visit Danny and I was like, and Matt, and I was like, I'm going down there. I can't even. I'm going down there. Let's stop for a second. Welcome to NBR. <laughs> what if we do the whole podcast like this? What if, what if everything we said was in a dramatic whisper? What if I was like, Amy, he put his finger in my butt. Cut. Cut? I can't say butt? Why? Not finger in your butt. Okay, his dick? What? Oh my god! Cut.